You're listening to Freud's Angels, where we talk about where the science of the mind meets the spirit of the heart. Each week, we'll discuss ways to create awareness of yourself and your reaction to the world around you today, as well as healing events of the past. I'll be bringing in both traditional and non-traditional psychology concepts, and I'll be bringing the healing through the lens of our heart and how to heal what we discover creating a powerful connection between what our heart needs and what our mind thinks we want. Now we're your hosts. I'm Amy. And I'm Vanessa. Now let's get into the show. Welcome angels. Oh my goodness. You (laughs) welcome to episode 50. Okay. First of all, before we get into what we're talking about, I, we have to laugh. We have to, we're cracking up over here. Vanessa's dying. Okay. (laughs) so the new feature we use zoom to record our podcasts and the new feature is that it tells you when it's being recorded and we didn't know that and so all of a sudden we're like oh my god what is happening we're being recorded why and i'm yeah like it took a second for us to kind of put together like (laughs) oh because we started recording ourselves (laughs) it's a safe (laughs) so everybody knows we were totally like what have we done? Yeah. <laughs> Why does he do this to us? <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> oh gosh. Thank you for the laugh, Zoom. So yeah, anyways. Yeah, definitely. definitely. <laughs> Here we are, episode 50. <laughs> Being recorded. Yes, we're recording. <laughs> Thanks God. for that, Zoom. Anyways, so Vanessa episode 50 we've done a lot of fucking episodes can i just tell you that if if we were you know it's not 50 years so it isn't our golden wedding anniversary but i feel like it's our golden anniversary of how much we've accomplished in a year because coming june is around the corner and and actually this will go out in june and can you believe that at the end of june the summer solstice is when we began all this we did we like i'm we need a party. Let's have a live party on the solstice with our peeps on Facebook, because I really think that um, we deserve a party because we've been doing this 50 freaking episodes. I am so proud of us. Yeah, so I agree. I 100% agree. So with that being said, <laughs> yes. <laughs> What are we talking about? Today? It's actually going to tie into our theme. As soon as you said that, I was like, oh my gosh, it ties into the theme for today even. <laughs> yes. Oh, so what is our theme today? <laughs> well, our theme today is uh, kind of piggybacking on all of the manifestation talk that we, you know, we're always telling everybody, you can manifest your dreams, but what happens after you've manifested something and your trauma brain comes on in here to tell you all of the nasty things that it has to say about your past experience and how, um, how to deal with that so that we're, we're staying in that vibration that, that brought our manifestation to us in the first place. Um, and you know what that looks like sometimes and how we can try to combat that so that we can live in, you know, bask in the glory of what we've manifested in our lives. Yeah. And I think well, it's, it's funny that we're talking about our podcast because 
we, you know, like I think at any time we could have questioned ourselves. And when it came to the time that we spend on our podcast and we never did, we just kind of lived in it. We didn't allow our trauma brains to come in and tell us that, you know, we're not good enough or any of that kind of stuff. We've been able to battle that and just keep going. And um, so, yeah, it kind of fits in. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, and I, something I want to reassure you as we go down this conversation, friends, and a reminder, and I will do it. I'll remind you again, is that if you have manifested something amazing, or you're just about to, or it's just about to blossom for you, you are exactly where you need to be. You have, you've manifested this at the right time. It's not, there's no, I I don't want you to think that, oh, if I have a trauma brain, did I manifest this at the right time? Is this the right time? And I want to say, yes, you exactly are ready for this manifestation. It's the timing is correct. Everything is is in its divine place. So never question that. If you've, if you've manifested something, it means you wouldn't have come if it wasn't. Exactly. 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 So just keep that asterisk in mind, keep that disclaimer in mind when, when we talk about what comes up after manifestation of, of a grand thing. And, you know, Vanessa, what, what does come up? What does our wee little brain want them to do? Well, our brain wants us to run back to safety. Yeah. And that, that's what, you know, is this all the time. And um, I don't care if they get sick of it. I say it all the time. <laughs> anyway, fear is, um, you know, basically a lack of faith. You know, yeah. fear is, um, you know, anxiety brings fear and fear happens because of lack of trust in something, whether it be yourself or your, your um, skills or um, what you've created, you know, that's where fear comes from so what our brain is designed to do is keep us safe right and so living in fear is not safe and we can only we can only revert back to our experience right like our again like our brain stores every single thing that ever happens but it can't store things that haven't happened yet so that safety having not having that as part of your experience not having that inside your brain it, it can't access it we have to force that you know, and that's where that comes from. You know, that manifestation, we're doing it to create that new safe part of our brain so that our brain can now start to learn that we are safe here as well. And what happens (laughs) at first is we do that check-in. Are we safe here? You know, and it, it becomes a battle sometimes for us to, you know, really battle that PTSD or battle that thing in the back of our mind that's like, yeah, well, you know, you haven't been safe before. This hasn't worked out before and we have to, you know, allow ourselves to switch that off um, or battle it at least, you know, <laughs> even if it's not going to go off, we're going to fight it quite a bit. But yeah, that's it. You know, like our brains are beautiful, amazing things that we yeah. still don't know shit about. Right. I don't care. The best, the best neuroscientist in the entire world is still studying the brain because it's impossible to know every single thing about the brain because people are variables. My brain might structurally be the same way, but my experiences and my memories and my personality make it 
a hundred percent unique. So there's no possible way to know my brain (laughs) from looking at somebody else's. Mm -hmm. And I mean, that's what makes every experience so different. (laughs) Yes. And it's true. And, you know, and if you, on an energetic level, you know, if you think about, okay, my brain's here to keep me safe. I've said it a hundred thousand times. I know all of you have heard me say it. Um, But when it smells change, it automatically sends up the red flares because not because of what you've changed or what is different. It's just that it smells something different. So it's automatically, it's like a dog in a sense. Like it don't matter that it's a leaf blowing outside. Something's moving and it could potentially Mm. kill us. So it's going to bark at that leaf until the leaf stops moving. You know, it's not, it doesn't have to have a rational thing for it to send its red flares up. So we have to remember that our brain, our trauma brain has taught us that if we are happy, if we are being fulfilled, if we are achieving, if we are in a space of just joy, that we need to wait for the other shoe to drop. Like that sense of, oh, I'm happy. What's wrong? You know, don't trust it. exactly. Don't trust it. Exactly. And that, you know, I mean, I've been in places before where like, we'll use my, my week as an example, because I suffered from this this week. Um, and, you know, as you know, we take our topics from real life moments. Um, so this week, like I moved into a place that I love. I love my, where I live. I love my space. I love my apartment. I love the, I, the having, you know, specific designated space for my work is away from my living. I love that my cat is happy. My cat is thrilled. She has more, you know, uh, hardwood floors that she can just zoom down and slide into the wall. You know, she is ecstatically happy. Um, she's not happy at the lack of cat trees, but whatever, we're working on that. Um, so my brain- We have more space, therefore we need more trees. Yeah. Mom. <laughs> she's like, there's no tree in the bedroom. There's no tree in the office. There's one in the living room. It's like, yeah, okay, cat. She's spoiled. She loves to be up high. And if- <laughs> Yeah, she loves her trees. Anyhow, so because I'm happy and because I have not accessed this level of contentment, of, of the the feeling of I'm where I need to be, like I've, I've, it's been so long since I felt that. And then I felt that in a way that brought me joy that my brain is like, oh no, oh no, we're gonna, you know, it's time to, what's gonna happen we're going to lose our job and we're not going to be able to pay for it. So don't, don't mm-hmm. fall too much in love with where you're at. Cause we're going to lose it. Cause it's happened to me before where I yeah. did, I overextended myself. I didn't manifest it, but I decided to just do it without waiting for the proper, like divine timing to show up. But, and I did it, yeah. but then had to work like two jobs, two full-time jobs to afford it, etc. So it, you know, it was, it it was not in a good space. I was not in a good space at that time. And, and so then I, you know, it turned into big T trauma and that's what I've been experiencing is a reaction to that moment that I was really kind of 
low in my life. I got evicted. I, you know, it was like, I was trying to get my stuff out before the sheriff's department showed up. You know, it was like, you know, it was, that's big T trauma to experience, well, yeah, that's, you know, <laughs> sure. at 19, 20 years old, you know, it's just, you're, yeah. you're, and then to just, to lose your job because you're so exhausted from working two jobs, you know, that's, yeah. it's, there was a lot happening at that time and a lot that I couldn't manage. Mm-hmm. Um, so I apply that moment to that person who was young, a little bit irresponsible, a little bit like not sure what she's doing with her life. And I look at who I am today and I see I'm responsible. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I understand money. I understand finances. I understand, you know, work and responsibility and, and, you know, so I'm a completely different person, but my brain doesn't know that. So it sent up all the red flares this week and it sent up reasons, you know, Mm -hmm. it even looked for reasons why my job was going to fire me. I mean, I know that's ridiculous, but it's true. You know, I just, I went down. Well, I mean, our trauma makes sense when we are in a rational mind it makes so much sense when we are in the trauma because again we're in that space of like be careful be careful be careful and like the only way that the only comparison we have is the the time we weren't careful you know so i mean it's that's pretty pretty natural <laughs> to end up in that space yeah so so what so i, I hear you guys asking you know what do we do what do we do when um trauma my brain is still stuck in the trauma and we're out here manifesting we're out here manifesting our best lives we're working with the universe spirit god whomever we're we're really doing the work we're doing our healing and we're we manifesting we're where we need to be like how do we maneuver through flares in our brain going what the fuck um we <laughs> you know my biggest tool and my favorite tool is episode what two we did two three i don't remember which episode it was but is new is being a neutral neutral observer is if i can't achieve like i don't want to shut my brain down because there's that's the that's the environment i've created for it all my life is i've shut it down so i need to allow Mm -hmm. it to say it's peace but i need to understand and reassure it that it's not it doesn't apply here this is a different circumstance, but sometimes that takes time. And that sometimes I'm not in that mindset where I can do that. Like I can't, like, I couldn't do that this week. I couldn't sit my brain down and have a conversation. I, it just had to be there. It had to exist. And so the best place that I can be is neutral. It's Mm -hmm. neutral. Like, you know, it's like, I, I could have, like, there was an event at work where, where you need to track time, how much time it takes to do things and, and I could have read that first line that says, here, we need you to track your time on a spreadsheet, taken my trauma brain and been like totally like freaking out and reacted to that first line. But instead yeah. I stepped back from that reaction, said, mm-hmm. okay, breathe. Let's dive under that feeling. We don't need to engage in it. I understand it's there. I understand why I've been in positions where I've been micromanaged and that like, there's mm-hmm. no sense of trust. Um, and I, and I said, just read the rest of the email. And I did. And then it made sense. And then it wasn't personal and it had nothing to do with them firing me or feeling like I'm not doing a good enough job and et cetera, et cetera. Like 
I was like, okay, there's a purpose because we need to, we need to shift workflow. Right. Makes sense. Had nothing to do with me. It just had everything to do with the fact that that's a business move that they're trying to do. It's, it's all it was, but I made it about me because my brain was like, oh my God, I'm sucking, but really I'm not, I'm not. And could have easily turned that into that. Even, even with reading the rest of the email, if you stayed in that negative mindset, everything would have felt like a big little lie. Like it would have been like, this is exactly what they say. Like there's all that, that thing, but being able to sit and know what what was going on, hit a neutral. Like, I love that because that is a perfect example of what people have a difficulty with, especially with electronic communication, right? Like the, the same sentence written out in an email or a text message can be read four or five different ways because of the tone that we attend, you know, that we put or the, the meaning or the intention that we decide the story that we've told about where that comes from, you know, and you being able to hit neutral and go, this is a me problem right now. Like I get where this is coming from. Let me go neutral to the rest so that I don't read it in that negative mindset, because that's what I can do right now. And then I'm just really going to mess this whole thing up for myself. This thing that I created for me, this beautiful thing, I'm not interested in, you know, sabotaging it. So neutral is where I need to be. I love that. It's like a perfect, like visual. Nobody can see my hands waving wildly, but it's like a perfect <laughs> visual. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because, but I've practiced, I've been an avid practice user of neutral observer for a very long time. That's why we always encourage you to try, just try and keep mm-hmm. trying until you feel like I can do because it's an important tool and it saves you from making you, I could have responded to that email. I could have been bitchy at work. I could have had an attitude because, you know, I could have done all of those things, but in that moment, I knew that that wouldn't have gone down well. And that I'm, you know, I'm like, I, and it's funny because there's, there's something that, that I heard the other day, and I think you may have said it, Vanessa, or somebody else said it to me, that does my actions right now help or hinder who and what I want to be in the future? Yeah. Like I could have acted like a complete bitch and, and, and gone off and been my own crying self because I, I reacted to it and I didn't take a moment to be a neutral. And that's, I mean, I've done that. I've done that. I'm not shaming people who do it because I've done it and I know myself, but instead I was like, neutral is a better place for me here because even if it's true, even if my brain is true, I don't need to react in that way. I need to let it unfold. I need to let this unfold in a way that's, you know, okay, let's see what they're saying. Let's see what they're saying and then go from there. And then, we save emails because I'm a saver and, and save in the future. If it's not used in the way it was intended, meaning to adjust workflow, then I can say, so really you lied to me (laughs) and you're really micromanaging me. So I, I've given it's, it wasn't that I told my brain it's wrong. I just said, let's just let it unfold. Let's see what happens. Let's it's in, in, so I chose not to take it personally. I could have, 
I did that on Monday. I took a meeting completely personally, shut down, almost went as far as shutting my video off. <laughs> Didn't do it though, you know? So in that split second before we react or take our reaction to the, to the present, to the outer world, we have a choice. We can say, oh my gosh, I'm reacting from this feeling of fear, un, um, not enough, insecurity, low self-worth. I'm reacting from this. Why? Or or yeah. not even why, but what's neutral? Can I find neutral? Can I find, yeah, okay, maybe you're right, but maybe you're not. Let's see what happens. Let's, let's, I understand your visceral reaction. My visceral reaction was to be angry and butthurt. And I said, I recognize that. I accept that. And it's there. So what, what is neutral, what is neutral, not taking action based off of that fear. Yeah. yeah. And I'm writing vigorously because <laughs> I'm like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> like I get so, I, I get so visual sometimes. Like I've, I'm a very visual person. Like things make so much sense to me when I see them in my mind's eye versus, you know, oh just kind of hearing them sometimes and 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 as you were talking I'm just seeing it and and it and it, it is like such a beautiful place to put yourself in it's like when your trauma brain comes in being able to instead of like trying to slap it away being able to be like listen I know why you're here you know like sit sit with me like instead of you know acting like it's not there like sit with me like I real I'm acknowledging that you're here I'm acknowledging why you're here Sorry, everyone. We were having some technical difficulties. Okay. So hopefully this will come through this time. Um, so, because I, I mean, I have, I'm so wild and like, I, the, the, the internet can't see my hands, but maybe I'm waving my hands wildly and messing up the energy in the room. So I'll try not to do that too. Um, but as you were talking, you know, like I really had that visual of, um, of that trauma brain and it came to me in my mind's eye as another separate entity, because when we really think about it, that's what we're trying to do when we're trying to separate ourselves from our trauma is where we are trying to put distance and, and step out of that as a shell that we were in. And it's like, what do we do with that shell? Um, a lot of people want to throw it away and forget about it, but it's impossible. It's in our brain. It's going to be there and it's going to be touched anytime that, that something um, feels unsafe. And what we're trying to do, of course, is reprogram that, um, that experience so that our trauma brain is, is um, you know, a little bit maybe slower even to come in or not coming in at all because we've reprogrammed it so well. Um, but what I, what I visualized was kind of just sitting there. And that idea of hitting neutral is what we want as an ideal. But sometimes during that practice period, we're, we have difficulty with neutral um, because we're our emotions are so high, we have to do something right now, right? Like a lot of people who um, have like an explosive temper, they hit their neutral after they've already <laughs> created a bigger mess with their temper. Um, so the idea being like that pause to, to bring in what is it that I need to do? And if we can't hit like a good feeling of neutral, we can go into like a detective mode um, where 
if we're separating our entities and that's the goal trauma has all of the evidence that it needs right like it's how it got here it's like i'm here to tell you this is how it's going to go because this is how it's what how it's gone i have all the evidence because it happened and what we're trying to do as this new being of light this person who's walking with the universe this person who has manifested this this beauty that we're questioning is okay, your job is to sit there and look for those things. And it's my job to go ahead and look for the other stuff, to go ahead and look for the evidence in the positive direction, to, to be looking for the other alternate explanations, right? It's the same thing as neutral observer, but if we think of it as a detective, we're doing something. And I think that's the thing that's so difficult for people when it comes to hitting neutral is that it's like, I can't just sit in it. I mean, that's what we essentially kind of have to do. But if we sit in it doing something, which is observing, that can stretch out long enough that we can deal with that trauma and not act from that trauma. So like in your instance, you know, the idea of, well, let me just see it through. It goes strong. It goes longer than that email. It goes into like, even if three months from now, I'm still gathering evidence. That's cool. Like, that's what I have to do if I want to separate myself if I want to fully escape from that shell of trauma I've got to do that I've got to be a detective for a lot longer you know I need to gather some more in you know some more information and that's like just what I saw and I think sometimes it's hard to um, put those things into words like it's something that I know I've done and I do with my clients but it's sometimes just hard to come up with those words that will hit it you know, like we talk about that is like, I might say something and then like, I'll talk to a client and they'll go, oh, I was watching this TEDx and this person said whatever. And in my mind, I'm going, yeah, I mean, that's kind of what I was trying to say, but I couldn't say it the way you needed to hear me. Right. And I'm glad that you got the message, you know, and I think that that's, you know, kind of what just happened with me is that I was like, ooh, instead of neutral, sometimes I can say detective to those people who aren't quite like experienced in neutral. Yep. <laughs> so there's that. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Yay. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, internet, for giving us a little bit of bandwidth in order to have Vanessa share with us her brilliance because, <laughs> oh my gosh, this internet thing. Um, but but it's so true because, because basically when being in neutral can be that avenue of finding evidence that contradicts our trauma brain so we're we you know i so many people sometimes they're like oh just shut up brain and i get it and i get why you want to do that because we're tired of it but when i have learned to work with my brain i have to understand and i have to treat it as if it's another being based on its experience. Oh, excuse me. So I know that my brain has experienced all of my trauma from day one. And the trauma it's experienced, I don't necessarily, I, I having an expectation that it's going to be a fully functioning brain that's going to allow me to experience life all of a sudden and like let me go be in the public eye and you know and all this where it has this load of reasons why I shouldn't that expectation is 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 not good and it's not going to happen and so when I have the expectation that my brain is probably going to throw 
throw a temper tantrum today because I'm doing something new. I'm meeting new people or I'm trying something new. I'm wearing new clothes or something that I would never wear before. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's going to have an issue because it's different, yeah. but it's also my heart has learned in connectivity to my brain to love my brain. My brain is so powerful. It is Mm -hmm. so important because without its response and without its mechanisms, I don't know that I would be here today. Absolutely. So, so we need in a way when we're manifesting, because remember if we're manifesting, we're deserving of that manifestation. We've Mm -hmm. laid the groundwork. We've done the work. The manifestation is showing up in its timing because you're ready. So if you're ready to manifest, you have to remember you're ready to work with your brain. You're ready to work with what you're finding. Your brain is throwing at you as reasons why this isn't good. And but I encourage you to do it kindly. And I encourage you to treat, if you knew somebody, if you knew a friend who had just experienced trauma and they're, they're, you know, they're in their trauma response, treat your brain as you would that person. Yes. Because that is what your brain is suffering. It is suffering the debilitating fear and anxiety of that moment. So having a new space is, you know, it took me back to that first apartment that I had by myself when I was 19. It took me back to that moment and that fear and all the events that happened and, and, and the shame and the decisions that I made. And it brought all that back. And I was able to be like, oh, okay, now I see what you're afraid of. And so now I've taken moments to show, okay, you know what? We're okay because of X, Y, and Z. We have an income, we have a steady job. We're not overtaxing ourselves by getting another job. We have, Mm -hmm. we trust that the universe is gonna provide for us. So if we have bills to pay, money's gonna show up. And it's, it's exercising all that I've learned in how to manifest in order to show and to prove in a sense to my trauma that it's okay. We're in a different space. We got here for a reason. We, we got here. There's a reason why. There is a reason why. So um, I, I just, I don't know. I just really, really, really um, want you guys to understand that if you're in that timing of manifestation, you have the ability to handle the response from your, from whether it's big T or little T trauma. Um, in, 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 in your brain. So, and you know, and if you don't want to use the word trauma, my connection is unstable. Of course it is. I'm unstable. Um, if you don't want to use the word trauma, you know, it's just, it's another word is cellular memory. That's what mm-hmm. trauma is. It's cellular memory. There's somewhere within your body, there's a response. There's a cellular memory that has the response of that event that you're responding to because this one smells like it. It yeah, it like it. It, the 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 response to that cellular memory is because this is familiar. It's butting up against that. So, right. 
So, you know, in, in my world, cellular memory, we're all about healing it, clearing it, asking the angels to help us, asking God, universe, Gaia, whomever we work with to help us clear that cellular memory. So that's something that I know actively, I have to go back to that moment that my brain is working from and work to help diffuse it and clear that cellular memory because I don't want it to react in that way again. I don't want to, every time I live in a place, a house of, uh, that is, uh, that seems like a bit above my, you know, my status that I have this response. I don't want to, I don't want to, I want to have the response yeah. of enjoying and reveling in the fact that I've worked so hard to get here and to be in the gratitude, because what does it do? Our brain, when it's in, in that response, when it's being triggered, it, it takes you out of that space of feeling gratitude. And that's where we manifest is that feeling from that feeling of gratitude. Cause that's how we do it. So I'm well, and I think what you just said too, was one of the things that I struggle with is, um, you know, if part of my program is to repeatedly talk about how hard I work. Right. And so then it, what that's telling my brain is that I don't get things without hard work. And it's like, like I have to redefine what hard work means. Yes. Right. And that like, and I think that that's like part, that's a major part of it is that when we hit like, and this is what we were talking about before um, we started the podcast is like, when we hit that easier life that we have literally worked, worked hard mentally. Right. Because that's really where the work came in. We had to work hard mentally to clear those blocks and make those beliefs and allow for flow to happen, which flow is not about as much about hard work, the way that we have been trained to work hard, right? Work. What we've been trained to do is force shit to happen. Yes. (laughs) And we call it hard work. Now, hard work, when we hit this level that you and I are at with the things that we've created for ourselves in the last, say, 10 years, it's mental work. It's clearing the cellular memory. It's clearing the trauma. That is the hard work we're talking about. And as you said it, it hit me that I was like, oh my God, that's the message. Like, that's the message that we didn't have when we were 19 years old. We thought, work your ass off, pay money and have the things. And we've now learned that work means clear your fear, clear your lack of faith, and allow for it to happen. And then when it happens, sit in it, revel in it, enjoy it, say to yourself the right words. I worked hard spiritually. I leapt with faith, right? Like I'm clearing myself of what hard work means. I'm equating hard work now with something completely different than you know 20 years ago and as like as you were talking it was like thunderbolt to the head like (laughs) holy shit that's the problem like that's the problem that I ran into when my life started to get easier and then I started to go well I should be doing blank and started working hard quote unquote nobody can see my air quotes working hard on my business I was just spinning my wheels looking busy really because it felt like if I wasn't doing that I wasn't earning it or I would lose it because I'm trained to believe that you need to be exhausted at the end of the day to prove that you have worked hard. And it's like, no, 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 no. (laughs) Done with it. Right. (laughs) And it doesn't mean that there aren't days that you work very hard and you feel that way. And that's like, Oh, I work extra hard today. (laughs) 
you know uh, I'm gonna reward myself yeah <laughs> those are the days I reward myself <laughs> so and and you know and I've had a struggle with that too is that this last week is like I because of the way things are and because of and I have to remind myself I've only been doing my job for three freaking weeks you know <laughs> I expect myself to be div- dived in and doing everything and you know it just it doesn't happen that way friends it doesn't um but it it makes me um you know it it causes that sense of it hits up you're not working hard enough you're not exhausted at the end of the day every day you're not you're not out of time and so it was it's so therefore you're not deserving Right. Because unless you're exhausted, you haven't worked as hard as blank who doesn't have what you have. It's the dumbest thing when you say it out loud the way I just said it. I'm like, how dumb, but it's real inside my brain. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. I mean, some of the things our brain thinks of where I'm like, really, really think yeah. really. Once I say it out loud, I'm like, you're ridiculous, <laughs> but right, I get like, it. I no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So I, it just, it, yeah. So really it ha- we have to be very careful at, you know, how much we allow that trigger response, that trigger that we've been tri- had triggered into um, not wanting us to self-sabotage. Yeah. I mean, and you can do this in all areas of life. This is not just about work. It's not just yeah. about living. It's about relationships. It's about, oh, yeah. you know, it's It's about everything what i've been living with you know like my my relationship journey has kind of been spotty on this podcast but i mean it's what i lived in you know manifesting what i believed was the list of qualifications in order for me to decide i could be in a relationship and understanding that okay i got here now what here comes all the trauma here comes all of the evidence that i shouldn't trust here comes all of the this doesn't fit here comes you know like all of these unbending things that are created by trauma and me having to you know do exactly that like I know why you're like this I get it it's not okay and we we need to figure out how to do this but like what you know you you, you're here for a reason you're here to protect me you're here to make protect me and now my daughter like these are these are important things to look through I don't need to throw you away trauma I need to look at you and I need to understand that you're here for safety you know, and, 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 and that simultaneously live in that magic of, well, God damn, you got what you asked for, man. Like, so what would make you think you don't deserve it? What would make you think that it would be a facade? If you asked for it, got it, it is real. (laughs) So allow it to be real. Don't go in there trying to make it not real so that you can go back to the comfort of, you know, that behind the wall, we're building new <laughs> flexible fences and things that we can see through and <laughs> all kinds of things. Like we have to live in that magic. And it's, I know it's easier said than done. You know, I know because I lived it. And I think, you know, a lot of what people miss when they get into that, that phase of like, okay, I'm just going to enjoy it. I'm just going to have gratitude. I'm just going to, I'm just going to, it's like, yes, that's very, very important, but let's not forget that, that shell of trauma, there are roots there that have to be dealt with as well. 
right? Like, so we're going deep. We're not just going into like, oh, okay, this happened in the past. And so therefore I'm worried it will happen again. We got to go, well, okay. So why was it traumatizing? Like we got to go even deeper into yeah. that trauma. You know, we're sitting with that trauma. What, what, sure. what happened? Was it because of lack in your childhood and it created such a great fear in you that made you the grinder you were 20 years ago that makes it so difficult for you to not be a grinder now? Huh. That's a hell of a lot more than just, I had a job where they micromanaged me, right? Like now we're going into that depth of person so we yeah. can heal all of it and yeah. not just be healing surface. And, um, that's the work that people sometimes want to shy away from, but sometimes it's really easier to do it when we're in a place of manifestation manifestation, because there's so much positive to look at, yes. right? Like when people are in like the, I was, I just, I had a client the other day that we talked about this, that it was like, you know, when we're feeling good is a good time sometimes to look at some, some, some small things because we're not going to wallow in it. We're going to heal it a lot faster because we're like, what evidence do I have right now? I'm feeling great. Life is good. Yeah. I clearly can talk about how that's not real because it's not real right now. Right. And that's what I think, you know, when we, when we are manifesting and we have that magic stuff to look at, we really can, can kind of challenge some of those beliefs a lot quicker than when well, we're in the bad place. Absolutely. I mean, I, had I not have been in this space in the, the throes of gratitude for being here and in the wonderment and joy, I don't know that I could have achieved neutral in that moment, or I don't know that I would have been able to see and, and, and work to clear the cellular memory. Like I know it's coming up for me to allow it to go, like to clear it and to, to love that human that I was at 19 and to forgive that person for making, you know, some really kind of crappy mistakes. And, you know, cause that's, that's where a lot of, a few other journeys had started in that moment of, of irresponsibility and, you know, and, and just not knowing what to do. Like, so I had to find a way to say, you know, she, you know, that was me in a time, but it's not me any longer. Like that's, this doesn't apply any longer. It's not there. It's not who I am. And, you know, and to really just, but love that person anyways, because at that time, that's what she needed. That's why the bad decisions happened. She was just looking for a fuck ton of love and not really finding it anywhere, especially mm -hmm. from herself. And, you know, and knowing that I was able, I'm able to just kind of, but without being in that space of gratitude and feeling blessed and feeling like my joy, I don't know that I would have been able to achieve that. I don't know that I would have been able to see that that's what I needed to do, if that makes right. sense. So yeah, absolutely. I think that, you know, you can't be in a space of negativity when your, when your trigger shows up and then expect yourself to come out of it. Yeah. And to, to it will still be difficult. Right. I mean, like I said, I was saying to another client, I was like, well, I mean, people don't usually come to me when things are great. Like, Hey, I think I need a therapist. My life is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> They're always like, ah, I'm in a, you know, like I'm in a great deal of pain. I need a therapist, but it's like, we don't just work until you feel better. When you feel better, we still have other stuff that can come up, but it's just so much easier. And that's why I, I do tell people that I'm like, when you're feeling better, it's not a great time to quit. 
honestly. Yeah. Like, I, I don't want you to depend on me, but I also want to do that double, triple check of like, have, have we hit everything that we can clear right now and yeah. definitely come back if something comes up, you know, like live in your magic. But if you have difficulty at some point, because something comes up while you're, you know, doing that, like we, we, we can, we can hit that. It will be easier. And that's what I tell people, like, as you climb out of the hole, it gets easier to fill the hole back in with, you know, something better. Yes. Infusing it with the, the, the light, so to speak, rather Mm -hmm. than creating the vacuum that only attracts more of that same vibration of trauma. Right. Which is essentially, I mean, like, you know, if, if people had difficulty understanding the uh, reveal and release, (laughs) that's literally what it is, is like, we may dig a hole, you and I, but Amy's going to come back in and fill it in with some light, you know, so that we can do that moving forward of like, all right, we found some, we found some stuff to heal, but we can absolutely live in that manifestation of better. And I can, I can guarantee, man, like, there's not a lot of people on this earth that we can't find something. Right good to build on yes there are very few pure inherent bad people who only do bad things (laughs) (laughs) very few it's just that leaning into it and being like finding your magic so that you can start manifesting and keep manifesting manifesting isn't a one-time thing we don't just i was just reading freaking a chip gains (laughs) I'm reading the the new Chip Gaines book because I love him so much. And he said that, you know, like he was talking about achievement and he's like, when I was a very young person, I was lucky enough to see that it was like, well, what do you do when you get all the cars in the house? Like, that's not the achievement. And it was like, so many people don't get that, that there's beyond, like the beyond magic is the part that actually is sometimes harder because we got to learn how to live in it. Yeah. But you can do it, so guys. Can. You can. You're listening right now. You see us. You hear us. You hear us talk about our struggle, but you also continue to see us manifest and be magic. And this is how, you know, like we're sharing experience with you as well as knowledge. Yeah. Very huge experience. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have done a lot of the things yes. that need to be healed. <laughs> so So true (laughs) yeah and so we hope that this gives you an idea of you know not only why you know your your response your trigger response is gonna um, show up when you're manifesting or possibility of why but also um you know a like maybe ways to help it, ways to see it, ways to maneuver through it. Um, I encourage you, if you do come up with a a response like that, if you don't have a therapist, I encourage you to find one or even an energy healer, somebody to help you in the process of clearing that cellular memory, of clearing that trauma, of uh, neutralizing the trauma. Because you can't, the the experience is always going to live within you, but you're trying to basically neutralize its effects on your current day life. Yeah. And just prove to yourself, let's create new the brain. Let's create new experience. Let's, yeah, create- let's start over. Let's start over in this area of life and, and rewrite it. It's yeah. that reprogramming. 
you know, that we talk about all the time. You don't have to be just reprogramming a child. You can be repro reprogramming yourself as an adult too. Yep. You know, there's always a way to rewrite every mistake that we've made, every bad place that we found ourselves in. There is yeah. a way to change it and make it different the next time. Oh, so true. So true. We always. have that ability, it, you know, and maybe it, the first time it happens, it's not, you know, it's, it's, maybe it takes one or two times, but we have that power. That's what I think all of us, we don't feel, we feel we're at the mercy of what happens and we're not, we're not. If we can co-create our lives into this magnificent life, then we can heal our trauma. We can heal the effects of what it has. And whether it's just neutralizing it, whether it's releasing the cellular memory, whatever it is we come to do, we can, it is possible. It is possible. It totally is. We can manifest, we can live and manifest, we can continue to manifest. We can, you know, and, and, and it doesn't always, it's not always grand scale. Yeah. It's just, it's just about that feeling magic, creating magic, finding the core of who you are and, and just creating things that light it up. Yeah. And when the, when the wind blows, the wind being the trauma, to try to blow out that light, yeah. <laughs> that's when we throw some fuel onto that fire to be like, no, no, we are stronger than you. We will tell you the story. You don't tell us the story. And yeah. <laughs> totally. We All change right. the fan blades the other way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I love it. And I love these topics because I feel like you know, we, we, we become inspired to talk about them because of our lives. But I feel like when we talk about things like this, I get re-inspired, you know, to just, you know, just continue in my own magic journey. Yeah. You know, and I, and I love that. Yep. Well, and in talking about it today, I mean, I, you know, this before the pregame is just, it allowed me to make decisions that were best for me. Like we were, I had this big outing planned with friends today and, I sitting here and talking about it with Vanessa and I was just like, I'm just, I need, I need time. I need time. And I need, and I'm trying to do all the things. And yeah. today I just need to be with myself, mm -hmm. record the podcast, um, maybe do some laundry and normal houseworky kind of stuff and yeah. get ready for the week ahead to make my week successful. And that to me is, it feels like I need that nurturing more than I yeah. need to go on an adventure because when I come home, I'll be exhausted. I'll feel like my, I'm not set up for next week. So understanding that and understanding my brain's, you know, reaction to it makes me, it may helps us make better decisions for ourselves to help heal that. So yeah, a hundred percent. You know, that self-awareness in, in, in conjunction with, you know, being realistic about what we're, what we're expecting of ourselves and what we can provide and how we're being a detriment to ourselves sometimes rather than, <laughs> you know, a, a positive being of light in our own lives. <laughs> that's, that's part of it, you know, like yeah. that's part of this whole beautiful life that we're, that you know, each of us create for ourselves is being able to maintain it is, is staying with, within the boundaries of why we're here. Yeah. 
you know, if we want relaxation, well, damn it, we got to relax. <laughs> if we want a life that's easier, we've got to let it happen. <laughs> Allow it to exist. It. Yeah, exactly. Like, don't ask for something if you're going to just kick it away. <laughs> right? You Story of my life. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Mine too. You know, mine too. I've gotten a lot easier. <laughs> I've gotten a little, I call it spoiled, but I'm trying to come up with a better word for that because it carries such a negative connotation, but I mean, I'm living in it and I'm loving it. I don't want it to change. Yeah. And, and so I'm going to, I'm going to do my damnedest to get out of my own way and allow it to stay that way and just yeah. live it, enjoy it. You know, awesome. And look at how all of these things that we've talked about, you know, we're, we're saying it again, like I can't say it enough that, you know, we share our personal experience, even when we don't say it as a story, you know, like some of these topics we get really into, it's because we believe in it. We've done it. You know, we, I, I feel like actually all of them, I, I really don't, I don't know that we connect enough with things we haven't done in, and talk about them. Like we're not straight educators. We're experience sharers. Yeah. With education. Yeah, that's, but, but then again, that's, that to me is, that's the, that's the healer's life, regardless of what type of healer you are, you, you heal from experience and you take your experience. And if, you know, angels, if you're, if this is not your experience and you don't connect with it, there's going to be another healer out there that you're going to connect with because they understand your flavor of experience. Yeah, Mm -hmm. for sure. And that's why it's, you know, it's it's important that we can everybody continues to share their journeys their healing you know how they learned and the information they gathered whether it's through school or personal experience whatever it is it's all important you know so we hope that helped you angels and if you have any questions if you need help neutralizing your trauma response or your trigger response you know where to find us we will see you next week yes love y'all take care thank you for joining us on freud's angels we are thankful for each of you opening up your heart to us to continue the healing connect with us on instagram at freud's underscore angels and on facebook at freud's angels Please subscribe to the show so that we may help you continue your journey. And remember to give us some love in the review section. If anything we've talked about today has triggered an emotional or mental crisis, please call 911 or head to the nearest emergency center. And always remember you are loved, you are worthy, and the world needs your light.